a family space blockbuster that seamlessly pairs practical effects with CGI. Helmed by John Favreau, no less. What's that? It's not Star Wars? You should have known because we're in week two of June Manji Month. This week we're covering Zathura. Well, hello there, Mike. Hola. Welcome to How Star Wars Is It, the only podcast where we compare things to Star Wars. <laughs> so Mike and I are the, your hosts. I'm Josiah. That's right. And I'm Mike. And yeah. we are your hosts. And 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 uh, we're taking all things Star Wars. Imagine yeah. just like every movie, book, whatever, that has the words Star Wars in the title. And you had all of that in one room, say a pantry or a kitchen cupboard. And you sure. got all of it out and you threw it all into a single pot and you turn that pot on high, get it get it nice and cooking. But then you turn it low it down to a, a rolling boil yeah, or a get simmer. A simmer. Mm-hmm. And you make a Star Wars chili. And boy, oh boy, does that chili taste an awful lot like Star Wars. I would and even boy, say boy. it's a 10 out of 10. And boy, oh boy, does that chili also tastes a lot like Return of the Jedi specifically because that is the only thing we've given a 10 out of 10 and yes uh, that's what we're comparing things to we are concerned with the quantity of Star Wars not the quality of the topic now yes now Mike we are also in the middle of what is sure to be a fan favorite month of programming Uh that we are calling Junmanji month that's right uh, a much less clumsy portmanteau than uh, (laughs) April Ventures right Uh, and we already talked about Jumanji, the movie, right. the first one. Yeah. Now this, now this week we're we're jumping right from into like it. Like ninety five or something mm-hmm. like that. Ninety five years ago. Now we're, <laughs> we're talking about Zathura this week, and 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 folks, we're jumping right into it because Mike and I just recorded two little. They know we're making a Patreon now. Yeah, yeah. Just recorded two little Patreon episodes, so we are tired. Yeah, we're, we're we ready are. To just like analyze the film. <laughs> We have no tangents left. Yeah, yeah. We already talked about Paddington, the Mandela effect. Yeah. I fucking uh-huh. said it wrong again. Yeah, the did. Mandela. I can't say it right. I keep saying it because I think it. I I mispronounced the it's word. It's how you circle. remember that being. Yeah, pronounced. exactly, exactly. Yeah. The um, Mandala. But yeah, we we are talking about Zathura, which which some of you might be thinking, ah, oh, yes, I see June Manji. They're doing movies mm-hmm. that have Jumanji in the title because there's yeah. three of them, and then at the end, of course, they'll be doing a Star Wars movie. The end of the month, but no, no, we are doing Jumanji, and now this week we're doing it's essentially sequel the, yes. the posters and the marketing were like a new adventure from the world of jumanji or something like that. it is a it is a spiritual sequel in a way because it does not take any any characters or story beats from jumanji right but it is this was interesting this is what i learned i, I always assumed that this was, well this is before i knew jumanji was a book too uh-huh. right uh, so i always assumed that zathura was just like I don't know, whatever studio was like, oh, you know how Jumanji was fun? Let's do that, but space. Mm-hmm. But no, the, the, the one who wrote the book, the guy who wrote the book Jumanji, right. wrote another book, Zathura, like, you know, a full decade and change yeah, later. It, it was, I think, like 21 years later. Yeah, and so then... Uh, uh, whatever studio it is, I got to look it up real quick. Don't. Oh, by uh, the way, also don't Google too much. <laughs> I won't Google too much. I'm just gonna look up this, the, the the Columbia. I guess Columbia Pictures it decided to, you know, release this uh, with John Favreau directing. Which mm-hmm. was this? Was this after Elf or was this before? Elf? It was right after Elf. So we're coming off like a sort of a huge like home yeah. run. Hot shot, hot shot, new director. This is pre Iron Man, but post Elf. John right. Favreau is doesn't have a blank check yet, but he is on his way. And I remember not seeing this movie in theaters. Right, me neither. Although because, they advertised the living hell out of it. Yeah, but I remember. Uh, I feel like maybe I was like a little too old for it. Uh huh. You that's know, exactly. That's exactly my memory of it too. I was like. Yeah. 
oh, this is a kid's movie when I was like, you know, 13, 15 14. or however old. Yeah, so I, I, spo- this is something I did look up. Uh, I looked up like ages of the actors uh-huh. um, because Josh Hutcherson, this is sort of like one of his first bigger profile right. things. And he was 13. So Josh Hutcherson is my age, essentially. He was born in 92. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like 13 when this came out. So I would have been like a little too old, like uh-huh. to want to go see it. Right, right. You know? But I do, this thing I do remember, and a lot of my notes pertain to this. We watched it at the daycare, the after school daycare I worked at. Uh, and, I remember, and I remember we were scandalized because they say several bad words in this. Ah, uh, yes, I see. And we thought that it was going to be okay. But let me just give you a rundown, Mike, so, so that I can just get this out of the way. Yeah. This, um, is, like, this is like our hat watch. Yeah. Like this yep. is this is yep. Josiah's parenting blog. <laughs> yeah, I want you to know that in the first 5 minutes the little kid says dick. Yes. Okay? He calls that. his brother a dick. Yeah. And that was really the big one where we were like <laughs> We can't. It was was kind of jarring to me now watching it. Not not like that. Like I've never said dick or that a kid can't say that. But like I, it it made me go, huh? Yeah, it made me go, huh? Too because like I I I am assuming this movie is PG because it has like action adventure like. But like normally in a PG movie, you don't often get like a dick. Isn't like a hard curse. You know, it's not like they said the two thousands or later. Because, of course, yeah. like, PG in, like, 1985, you could say, right. like, shit. <laughs> PG in 1985, you could murder someone on screen. Right. And like a it real, was Like, a real, like, snuff film. <laughs> yeah, it was a snuff film. And they'd be like, that's PG. Yeah. The kid, kids these days. So he says dick, and I was like, whoa. And back when I was 15 working at this daycare, I was like, whoa. And then, let's see. Then later, he, uh, Josh Hutchison says biatch. Oh, and right. we were also, like... Um, boy, oh I'm boy, were, were we saying that word a lot back then? <laughs> Loved saying biatch. And then they also say, you suck and I suck, which we were also like, those are also bad words. Not that, like right. the fact that we watched that at the after school program at all was like, should not have been allowed, but we also didn't know. And then we just put it on and all of us teachers were like, this isn't no, these kids are going to run around calling each other a dick. Yeah. Um, which kids love to curse. Um, sure. They think, and it's also tragically very funny when they do even though you're supposed to right. be like no don't do that it's right. so funny when they it do is curse it's cute and funny i when i i'm sure i've told the story on here before so i'll be quick about it but when i worked at a elementary school for a while in fact i wasn't even at this instance it was told to me later but i i'm certain it's 100 percent true because i knew the kid very well he's he's the kid who i like still will like imitate and tell stories about yeah because <laughs> he always had something hilarious up his sleeve uh he's ornery as fuck like yeah. he's he's uh he's gonna find himself like getting his ass kicked <laughs> that's my oh, prediction yeah. absolutely but, um he was waiting for his dad to come pick him up and it was really cold <laughs> and the woman who was who was like monitoring the car pickup lane was it, he was he was like bouncing up and down and like making a bit of a scene and like kind of like mm-hmm. grunting and screaming and she was like hey hey relax and he goes, please, I'm freezing my balls off <laughs> He's in third grade. And I was like, oh, my God, if I had been there, I would not have even been able to be like, hey, don't say don't that. Say. I think I've told this one, too, but I'm just going to share it again because it's, yeah. it's, it's on topic. The One of my favorites was when I was working at a summer camp and the older brother of one of my favorite kids of all time, who I have a bunch of great stories about, uh, who, who was also very ordinary. He, he really wanted to we, we, we were bowling at the activity center where the camp was. And he was probably like nine, nine-ish, maybe 10. And he wanted to bowl on the lane with the counselors. And, mm-hmm. and, he, and we were like, okay, well, if you do, you don't get to use bumpers because we, we don't use bumpers. And he's like, right. no, I want to use bumpers. And he was like, and we were like, no, you don't get to use bumpers. Uh-huh. So I, I'm sure I've told this before, but he goes up. First thing he does, he takes the ball, throws it sideways as hard as he can on purpose right into the gutter, turns uh-huh. around and says, see, that's why I need fucking bumpers. <laughs> Oh, that's and so we were good. all like, oh, because it was the fun. He? he was like nine or ten, oh, and it was so like good. the funniest thing any of us had ever heard. But we were like, no, no, you can't. <laughs> there's so a funny. there's a, like a five year old right next to you, dude. Yeah. like you can't just scream that. It's it was so so, funny. so good. It's, it's it's so it's so perfect because it is aggressive like an adult yeah. but about a thing <laughs> that a 10 year old should ostensibly be able yeah. to kind of deal with because yeah, yeah, like yeah. bumpers are for babies <laughs> yeah exactly exactly 
uh, be like saying like that's why i need a fucking bib <laughs> <laughs> i spill yeah. okay i get shit on myself i my, spill <laughs> i, the, I just the, i'm gonna share this just because we're on the topic kids saying funny things and this movie also like what i realized watching this movie is i was like because i did look up the ages josh hutcherson is first off we're talking about 10 year old he's he josh hutcherson this movie is that it, it was 13 playing a 10 year old mm-hmm. and i was like or i guess maybe even nine because he says he's in fourth grade right and i was like God, how humiliating would that be as a 13-year-old? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess maybe he was probably 12 when filming, maybe 12 or 13. I think in general, though, you tend to play like a handful of years younger than you are yeah, when you're yeah. that age. Absolutely. But I was still, I was like, man, when I was 13, first off, I couldn't have because I had sideburns already. And they would have mm. been like, this Not kid me, looks man. like, no. But I was like, I, I would have probably, I, I mean, I w- wouldn't have been embarrassed because I'd have been like, I'm on a movie, but I would have felt like, oh God, I hope no one knows that I'm yeah, playing right. a nine-year-old, you know? Like, Whereas that's I'm so still holding cool. out hope that I can do the Stockard Channing thing and be 33 and play a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> I think the 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 Ben Platt, Dear Evan Hansen move. Oh my God. I think I probably look younger than Ben Platt. You absolutely look younger than Ben Platt. Um, related kid story again, my favorite <laughs> kid who was the younger brother of that, older brother maybe i should say this on the patreon but i'm not going to my one of the funniest thing that anyone's ever told me i'm pretty sure i haven't told this Look, on the podcast it's not a perfect release valve we're gonna no. have tangents we're gonna have tangents that's our dna baby <laughs> i think i don't think i've told this on the podcast before i think i may have told you i don't know if i've told you the story before but the funniest thing that anyone's ever said to me that will never be topped by any joke <laughs> that anybody could tell <laughs> is one time uh this kid's little brother's name is Christopher. He was, I think, six. He was in first grade. And he had, uh, looking back on it, like he definitely was, was probably like some kind of on the spectrum because he had a lot of like really good, really intense, really good hyper fixations. Like uh-huh. he knew everything about the Titanic and he knew yeah. everything about Pearl Harbor. Sure. And so like he was just obsessed. And so, <laughs> so it <laughs> makes me laugh just thinking about it. One day, um, we it was like a friday and we were throwing a little like surprise friday party for the kids because it was like close to the end of the school year or something and so they didn't know what we were were gonna i think we had like cake or we had pizza or something so like they had the little party and then we were gonna do some activities later but we were going outside to play in the playground and so i was walking with christopher and i was like christopher were you did we surprise you were you surprised by the party and he was like yes just like how the United States was surprised on December 7th, 1941, when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty surprising. That is really, really funny. I was like, that's pretty surprising, Christopher. That's just about as surprised as anybody could be. <laughs> and I was like, I was ruined at that point because I was like, that's the funniest thing anyone's ever going to say yeah, to that's me. That's really funny. Like it's all been downhill it's from like there. So specific, like that. That feels like something out of like a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah, and like, I, I kid you not, he said the date. Like I'm not even. Yeah. That wasn't me editorializing. That right, literally right. is what came out of his mouth. Was <laughs> yeah, as surprising as December seventh, nineteen forty one. When the, and I was just like, that <laughs> <is so wild. laughs> it was incredible. I, I that kid is probably like a literal adult now, and I right. hope he's doing great. Um, but anyways, the thorough. Yeah, so I have a couple of notes here at the top that are kind of high level about the movie, and then I've got a couple more that are like more sequential. But my couple of just wrap-up notes, basically, are what did we give Jumanji? Like, a, you gave it a five remember. and I gave it a four, or, or yeah, vice versa, like something like that, because this is get certainly a notch above. Yeah. Because it is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Star Wars space space and like I, I watched some like bonus features on YouTube because m- m- probably more than you would think of this movie is practical. Like the house I out was... in space is an actual miniature model, and like, yeah. the robot. There's a bunch of different versions of the robot, but it's like a costume with operable. You know, I was stuff. kind of I was kind of picking up on that because like, <laughs> when I was watching it, I had the same thought. I was like, this looks like. Mostly yeah. looks practical, the, similar the to like Zorgons are largely practical. Yep. Like it's. I a, was like, when I saw them a, walk in, I was like, "That's a costume it's like or a something hula hoop like that." Style costume where like yeah. the the waist up of the person performing it is like a blue screen morph suit type of thing, but like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the 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 lizardy head comes out of like the chest essentially. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I was like, the, especially the heads. I was like, those things. Yeah, right. And then my my other note that's just sort of high level is. 
um, also sort of a reaction to the original Jumanji. And I said, okay, so there's definitely more of a concrete message because Jumanji, it was like sort of unclear as to like what their higher level point was. And, and then and, I yeah. said, but it is still like kind of sluggish. Like it, yes. it has a, it has its own different problem with its internal, like central message. And in this one, that problem is okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay, the brothers don't get along. But, like, at a certain point, I was like, what the fuck? How are they arguing? There's like a guy chasing them. Like, I know. They're, they, this like, one has. Boys, you gotta. You, I, I realize you can't learn the lesson halfway through because yeah. there's still all the movie left, but, like, it was there's, aggravating. <laughs> there's, the, there's the peril fatigue of Jumanji. Right. And there's peril fatigue in this, too. But then there's also, like, argument fatigue where you're yes, like totally and to a certain extent you're like gosh this older brother is so mean he is like so I'm abs- mean i am absolutely on the little kid's side because he like because mm. I, I i i was when i was 10 my little brother was four three uh-huh. three three or four and so like i was a little you know our age was a little greater than that and like there yes like your little brother's annoying but like the lesson he learns by the end of like yeah you have to look out for your little brother is like dude honestly you should be being nicer to also you're in fourth grade you said you're in fourth grade right you're not even in junior high yet you can't pull the card of like i'm cool i like you know i'm a teen you're nothing you're a kid as well be nicer to your little brother when, when i was working at that school my main kids i worked with were in fourth grade and I mentioned one day that I was at like a rock and roll club the night mm. before. And of course mm-hmm. I did comedy all that whole time. And like, I got this, look, I was like, <laughs> I was like 22 or 23. And I got this look like, what? You were at a rock and roll club. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. Like, you don't know a lot of people, even as a fourth grader. And I've got to be the coolest person, you know, <laughs> I'm like 23. I'm, yeah. I'm like an arty guy. I'm not like your parent. Like I'm not an adult like your parents, yeah. and I'm not a kid like all you assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like you I'm be cool. surprised I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm regular cool, and yeah. you're just a kid. Yeah. You don't know. No. Yeah. I I I've started working with kids again, and they're they're all like uh, pre-K, so it's uh-huh. not quite there. But there is still sometimes the. <clears throat> what's great about that is that they have no concept of ages, right? They right. know that they're like three or four. But like anything, so like when they ask how old I am, I'm like, I'm 29. And like, I might as well be saying I'm 100 right. or like 15. Like they have right. no idea. Or 40, They're like, like your 40. parents, you know. Well, like, and what's, yeah, what's wild is that like, but I'm like, I am the age of some of their parents, right? Sure. Like well, these kids true. are, they're literal babies right, like right. that have just been born recently. And then most of their parents, I probably either, like most of their parents are millennials. You know what I mean? Sure, like these yeah. are older millennials. Right. Um, and also just not even just regular millennials. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's my, my favorite thing is when kids, like are judgy of you and you're like you literally don't know what you're talking about like you have no frame of reference to a child you don't know what what speaking of is speaking (laughs) of kids so so here's what i here's i I looked it up so this is this was wild josh hutcherson was 12 ish 13 ish when filming playing like nine or ten Kristen Stewart is only is two years older than Uh him and she's playing like she's 14 in this movie like she is yeah, because she was she she was born in 1990, uh-huh. and this movie came out what 2004, 2005, and so she's 14 in this movie. This is pre Twilight, right? And she's right. playing such a different energy, like energy than she <clears throat> it does in every other movie. She's like she's much, she's not like ditzy, but she's like annoyed teenage girl right. kind of she's thing. Like, she's like Phineas and Ferb's older sister, Candace. Yes, yes, she's can <laughs> she's absolutely a Candace, big Candace energy. Yeah, like she's not doing the sort of like reserved kind of like right. making weird faces, Bella and stuff that she does later. It's it's or just even, so weird. Or even the heist movie with her and Corbin Blue catch that kid. <laughs> oh, what? I gotta Maybe see this. Maybe we should do that slate. for July or what? I, yeah. Yeah. No, but she's and she's like good in this. Like she, I, I, I'm like I'm a Kristen Stewart apologist. I think that she's not mm-hmm. like a great actor, but I think she's better than she gets credit for. Sure. Because I think she's been in a lot of bad movies, and I think like her early work is like what proves that to me. Because like she's pretty good in this. Like she's funny. Um, her stuff with the astronaut is funny and then like and uh, weird and weird yeah later it gets weird yeah. and then the she's in um call of the wild when she's like 16 or 17 too and she's good in that she's only in that for like a couple seconds but i'm like i think she's a good actor who unfortunately got put into a tentpole franchise that sucked and so now everybody thinks she's sure. a bad actor sure which, but um, she's been able to somewhat recover from that unlike yeah. hayden christensen 
Absolutely, absolutely. But that, um, that you're you're correct. She is not like she is the better for it, which sure. is good. I I wrote this is like one of the very first notes I wrote because it's the very first piece of the movie. I said this title sequence is dreamy as fuck. And yeah. then and then later I also said like I really want this toy. Like the, the actual game of Zathura, yes, the like tin, it's very cool. Like 1950s the, sci-fi robot toy kind of the look. like uh the tactile aesthetics of yes. it, like the, oh my the turning of the key of the yeah, little and key like the and the chain inside it that's moving. Very, yeah. very cool. It, I will and say then this the title sequence was just like all close ups of that kind of stuff, and it was just like so lovely. <laughs> th- this this movie's interesting, right? Because it's like, like you said, like I think this is a tighter. Excuse me. This is a tighter Jumanji. Yeah, it's like a cleaner plot. <laughs> because Jumanji has the weird lay on of like it's eighteen sixty nine and now it's nineteen sixty nine. And now it's nineteen ninety three. Yeah. It's very strange. And they, they figure out a way to do that a little bit with the twist of this right, movie right. with like the astronaut Dak Shepard that comes in. Um, but like they don't need they, you know, they don't feel the need to go back, which which is like it just makes it clearer because like I, I remember watching Jumanji. I was like, I forgot that this first 15 minutes took place in the past Yeah, because it's kind of a not needed. Right. You know? And so like this movie is weirdly better than Jumanji, but also like, I guess didn't have the staying power that Jumanji had. Yeah, Cause so no one remembers or cares about it, Zathura. It, uh, it kind of fell apart in the box office because like the next week, like one of the Harry Potter movies came out or something like that. Oh, and sure, and sure, critically sure. like, critics all were like yeah this was good but it just didn't explode in the way that like elf did or of course right. obviously john favreau's later things but um, yeah it yeah it, this is it, it, it was also it, clearly a lot of work they had lots no, of practical yeah. effects things like the entire house set would move um and and stuff like that i i also let me see that was one of the things I was thinking about. I was like, "This, what's crazy is this movie was probably mostly one set." Like, well, that is the house. true. So, so they shot the be- the very beginning and the very end. The exteriors outside the house, like at the same time. But then they shot right. the rest of the movie largely in sequence because the set keeps getting destroyed, right. torn apart. And, yeah. and then the other thing I bet is probably helpful for shooting in sequences when you have kids. Like you're able to, yeah. you know, like this is what's happening. Kind of track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I wrote down in terms of like how much the kids are mean to each other, especially how mean Peter Malark is to his younger brother. Yes. Um, is they're also like, they talked about like, we hate this creepy old house. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you this like mid-century craftsman with like built-ins and like everything about it is beautiful and then the girl kristen stewart she has like an ensuite bathroom like yep absolutely i was like fuck you kids for thinking this house sucks well and they obviously don't hate it because like they play in the dumb waiter they hide in the dumb waiter like yes you're afraid of the basement but like every kid's afraid of the basement it doesn't matter how big your house is yeah no they obviously like the house because they're running around and playing it all the time they're just saying that because they're mean they're mean to their dad they're mean to each other yeah i think there's also there's this weird thing where like i i think it might be a john favreau thing where there's times when I'm pretty sure when the kids are talking really fast, like at their adult, at their like uh, whatever adult, I think they're improvising. Like uh-huh. it seems like he's like just like talk really fast about the stuff that's happening because uh-huh. it has that energy uh-huh. where they're like, oh no no no, and I'm uh-huh. like, this feels like it wasn't scripted because if the energy that you're giving me is little kid making something up energy, yes. you know what I mean? Like, yes. I, and that's a classic John, like all of Iron Man was improvised. Like I'm sure there was stuff in Elf that was, you know what I mean? Like right, right. it has that. And cause he was also like a comedy improv guy. So it right. has that like feel to it. I, I I think as one of those kids, that would be such a fun movie to make. Oh, can you imagine? He made it the old, in fact, he even said in these like bonus features to tie it to the premise of our show. Like he's obviously very inspired by the like, it, the aesthetic he's he's showing off which is the like you know early sci-fi serial it's the flash but gordon also, stuff also he even mentioned specifically george lucas and star wars and how all yeah. that was basically done in camera and that they did like they they cloned like exact techniques like like yeah. ships and the house flying around are real models and they're just comped over the background you know like and 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 it showed you know the kids being able to react to like explosions on set Real and stuff, stuff. Yeah. and and i just i bet you i bet it was pretty disappointing that the movie wasn't like 
a more successful slam dunk because yeah. like I, as one of those kids would have been like, this was the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> oh God. I can't imagine. It would have been incredible. Like first, like, okay, this, this, this is what this brings to you. Cause I was, I was thinking, I was like, this is an, uh, I, I think another reason why this movie didn't, didn't blow up is there wasn't, excuse me. I'm drinking this bubbly water. It's making me burp. Mm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> another, another reason this movie didn't blow up was there was no, Robin Williams. There was no name attached to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, and and like Dax Shepard wasn't super big, but also he no. comes in so late in the movie. Yeah, that he comes they in like essentially have the like kind of snide adult energy until like yeah. halfway through. Like Kristen Stewart wasn't big yet; she was literally a child. Dax Shepard is like probably uh, not. He's not a name. Like he he and he honestly, Dax Shepard still isn't a Robin Williams like no, he no, no. is absolutely a working actor and like you know you know not not an unknown name at all but like back then especially wouldn't have been like a draw to go see a movie and I think even also John Favreau was just coming off Elf so people would have say, said maybe said oh he directed Elf that was good I'll go see this but also like I feel like the reason people go to see kids movies or family movies is not normally because of a director right because kids no, don't care no. about the director right and the parents are on my necessarily care. And so I was so, when I was thinking about this movie being made, I was like, this is a practical effects heavy, special effects heavy family adventure movie right. that is rated PG because it is a little intense mm-hmm. and there's like some action. In the and way that Jumanji is. In the way that Jumanji is. Yeah. And there's no star to go with it because that's it's mostly point. kids. And I was like, that's probably why this movie didn't, you know, didn't bomb, but also didn't like take off is because there was no Robin Williams. And if there had been, if they had cast someone as the astronaut that was like a big comedy name or like a big anybody name. Right, like who was big then? Like Bernie Mac? I'm trying to think, 2005? Or like George Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that would have been incredible. with their own name in it. <laughs> yeah, like 2005... I don't know, Andy Dick. Well, Will Ferrell. <laughs> terrible. Yes, honestly, Will Ferrell, right? Like someone in that, or like David Spade, right? Like someone <laughs> in, which would have been hilarious to see David Spade doing a family movie. Uh, I guess Emperor's New Groove, but that was animated. But yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, that must have been, to me, that seems like, it's first off, it's weird that this movie got made without a Robin Williams. Like, that's what's strange to me. Yeah, they were really like, banking like on the John where Favreau. The star is the premise, and yes. we've already seen that movie. Exactly. And it had Robin Williams in it. <laughs> yeah. And also it was made over a decade ago or like uh-huh. exactly a decade ago. So like the kid the, And people it, love it. Like people hold on yes. to it, you know. They're it's not, weird. Like, this, we don't we don't need a new version of Jumanji in space. Like like no one wanted the movie. No. Well, I think I think it was a weird thing where it came out both too late and too soon, right? Because uh-huh. if it had come totally. out in the 90s, yep. it could have been a direct sequel. Like or you know, even like just like more tied yes to Jumanji. Not, not a direct sequel, but like oh, it's from the creators of Jumanji, yes. right? And we have whatever. Not Robin same Williams. We have some other star, team right? Even the same, yeah. Like director, maybe like. And but because it was like just about a decade later, the kids that watch Jumanji are now too too old to care about a kids movie, right. but they're not old enough yet to be nostalgic for it, yeah, right? Totally. Which is why we have the Jumanji reboot now, is because the kids who watched Jumanji got old enough to both be nostalgic for it. And also in part kind of be making movies and be like in the movie making business. You yeah, know what I mean? And you know, the other thing that the Jumanji movies did, the, the new ones did is they didn't just like do the same thing. They right. like basically said, okay, what else could Jumanji be? And then just right. like wrote a new funny movie, like exactly with, with a different concept premise, you know, though, doing basically beat for beat the same movie again mm-hmm. in space <laughs> absolutely star wars yes. that that yeah so i mean we've talked we've actually talked a lot about this movie i think but like this movie does have big star wars points it all, has mostly, a, it has you know a family I mean? twist reveal yes oh yeah so, that's the okay, twist this is this part's talk, weird let's talk about that when uh, when he first got there I was like, okay, cool. They rescued an astronaut. But as soon as he showed that he had the same card, but his was like older, I was like, what is this? Yeah. I, like, I, I by, forgot. by the time they were arguing and stuff and he was like, guys, guys, you can't argue like that. You know, like they, they did have like a lot of little clues that I wrote down. So is Dax PETA? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I forgot about that twist, and uh-huh. so I wrote the same thing when he pulls out the card. I'm like, wait, so is he from the like? Is he played this game before too? Right? Because like Jumanji, it's like oh, Robin Williams played, you know, right. played the game. I'm like, eh, we're not really. Le-. And then when the twist happens, es- essentially you find out later that Dax there's there's a wish card, and Dax Shepard apparently wished his little brother away had never been born and, he and so then he gets stuck josh hutcherson 50 yeah. years ago and then the, later it, it creates all sorts of crazy like looper yes. style time loop implications which aren't even yeah. worth bothering right <laughs> because then later josh hutcherson gets another wish card something like whatever and he wishes for the astronaut's brother to come back and then oh it's his little brother and they're the I, same i i get that like you can't really telegraph like it's the same kid if the older if the younger brother were an older version of himself like how Dax Shepard was an older version but yes. i kind of wish when he did that that like the guy who came back was like Matt Damon or some yeah. crazy hilarious cameo just for those like that yeah. one minute and then they both sort of like go back to being the Age younger down. versions of themselves yeah. or something like that. Which and, and, and like I kind that, of like, this this like forty year old man or thirty yeah. something whatever his his younger brother is six. <laughs> yeah, I I like the twist. Okay, I think it's yeah, kind it of was fun. fine. But then it I bet is you made as weird. a little kid, like as a 10 year old, like, I would have been like, whoa, cool. But yeah, it absolutely does raise time loop questions because it's like, how is this possible? And then also it is made weird by the fact that Kristen Stewart has been like infatuated with the astronaut ever since she saw him. And then they identify that in the logic of the yes. movie too. Like they're like, wait, I was in love with you or, you know, like. But, she says, because like, she finds out his brother and she says, wait, and I wanted to, and then it cuts away real quick and you're like oh no this is a real back to the future situation yeah but like why yeah like back to the future it's like the central stakes of the entire whole fucking thing (laughs) exactly it is a weird it is a weird throwaway gag that's just like ends up feeling yucky it's yeah it's just yucky you're like uh and then josh hutcherson makes a joke about it at the end of the movie he's like do you still think my eyes are gorgeous and she's like shut up and it's like this is gross dude y'all are gonna have to unpack this in therapy real big like like, in 10 years if this movie were like a herald that would get notes from the coach (laughs) and we'll get booze from the audience this was this looked like maybe you were reaching for like a joke and it just didn't really play (laughs) it was kind of yucky and are you okay like do also, you need this to movie talk has one of my favorite tropes in uh, like either sitcoms or kids movies, which is one of the parents has like a very visibly obvious job. Like, yes. like a job that would be on the like, flashcard, like doctor, <laughs> architect, like he's, I draw cars with markers. Yeah, I was going to say, this this job is car drawer. It's, it's like one of the most specific jobs ever, like a hand renderer for like sports car companies. And if like, you spill juice on the car drawing, I will have to go to the office and print off another car drawing. Right. Because it is 2005, and yes, computers do exist, and email does exist, but we can't simply... Email the file. I well, guess in 2005 would it would have been like different. Like a larger format printer or something like sure, that. That sure, was sure, okay sure, sure. with me logic. Maybe he was yeah, taking like, it into somewhere. He had to show the cool drawing of the car he did. He may as well have said though, like I have to leave the movie for the time that you guys need to go on an adventure, and then I'll be back later. <laughs> it was like he's like, did you guys know I was in Shawshank Redemption, and now I'm doing this. <laughs> Do you guys realize that? Okay. I, I tunneled my way out of jail and then I started drawing cars. I swam through shit. Yeah. And I met Morgan Freeman in Mexico and now I draw cars. Yeah. <laughs> my life has actually turned around. We live in 100%. Mexico. This is Zaywatanao. <laughs> you don't know because you never see any other characters and we're all speaking English because we're from uh, America yeah. and, and, and we're English speakers, but like we are in Mexico right now. <laughs> uh, but it's just a very suburbed area of Mexico. Um, let's see. My what other notes, other notes that I'll go over before the break maybe are like all about the kids yelling at each other, specifically yeah. Josh Hutcherson. And also like, he's, he's like pissed about cheating. And I was like, who gives a fuck who wins the game? You just I need know. to finish. Um, at a certain point, they, when they do finally realize that I'm like, thank God. Yeah. It just took them so long. And then the other thing I wrote was Christ, this Zorgon conveyor belt. Yeah, and like, the longest conveyor belt in the world. Fatigue. You know, they did yep. do a thing that Jumanji didn't really do, or they did, but only for like a brief scene, is they are parted from the game for quite a while. 
Yes. Which is like a way to kind of in this like kind of super high concept logic. Well, yeah. like it's a way to make the peril be the focus as opposed to as the audience Jumping being like, oh my God, just roll your next turn. Yeah. <laughs> There's a weird. So, so my, the last kind of notes I'll say is like, first off, save the cat, save the hamster, the gerbil. Save the also, I was, save the world. Save the, save, the, save, the, save the world. I was very disturbed when the gerbil died. And then I was yeah. very happy when the gerbil got to come back. I was like, that's too, honestly, that was too dark. Like I was like, no, you can't let him say, oh, my gerbil was in there. Cause that's like fucked up, dude. Right. Like you're not supposed Although, to kill the pet. Another Star Wars point here is that like space physics are like kind are, of wishy-washy. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you stand on the porch and you spit out into space, your yeah. spit will freeze, but your face will be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like they don't have things like oxygen problems. Mm -mm. Um, so then maybe the other the gerbil other... is just free floating around. You're right. Out, you're right. The gerbil's probably fine. Yeah. The other thing I will say, like just in comparison to, Jum to Jumanji, is that this movie is weirdly. It, it, it's more kid friendly and that it's not as terrifying. Like right. Jumanji is very, is like straight up scary in some ways. Yeah, and like, it's unclear if Jumanji is meant for kids. Yes. Jumanji is like, like we said in the Jumanji episode is like one tick away from being a horror movie. Uh -huh. and like, and this is several more ticks away because it's like the kids are more like thoroughly kids. Like they're a little younger too. Right. Um, or at least like the youngest kids seems younger. And then, everything and else is much more about the kids basically you know right. like jumanji is about an adult <laughs> yeah exactly and then this and then zathura's uh, uh, peril is weirdly i don't know it's it's not that it's less believable but it, it is more i don't know it's just not as scary and then the other the other thing like last note is that it has the same issue as jumanji in that it doesn't really have a plot so much as it has a premise and that you're running from scary thing to scary thing that's happening because of the game Right. And, and and like we said earlier, I do think this pulls off a message, a theme a little more with the relationship between the brothers. Yeah. But but we're so in in weird ways it's like better it's a I better know. made movie, but also doesn't stick with you as much I'm as Jumanji totally does. One hundred percent aligned. I, I was like, it's so weird. I, I still don't know how, what if if you were to ask me like which movie is better, I don't know what I would say. No, I don't know because Jumanji is like. Like it's a classic. It sticks with people. It's not a classic, but it sticks with everybody no, so much that so it, that it, it. Yeah, it's its legacy is like that. It's a classic, and it's yeah. like Robin Williams. Like anything he touches, it's gonna be good. Right. But this movie, I think, is better. I just don't remember it or care about it. Exactly. And I, and I think once again, it's like it came out. It came out too late and too early, and didn't yes. have a name attached to it. And it's just yep. like for some reason forgettable. Even though it's like a very solidly and well made like yeah. little family action adventure. Yeah, like, like, I would recommend this to like a, a group of say fourth graders. Absolutely. Like, oh, they would I love think it. You'd like this movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They'd love it. They'd be like, why do you say biatch? But they'd love it. <laughs> right. And they'd be like, uh, we what were sports all saying center? that back then. We love um, saying biatch. Should we jump should we go into to the, the, uh, the robot basement? <laughs> yeah, let's jump into the robot basement. <laughs> oh, wee! Reprogram. I know. I love that. Reprogram. Also, they weirdly. I mean, maybe I should say this episode, but like, like this had more good things happening in cards. Like it was like, oh, you got promoted to Fleet Admiral. Oh, there's a reprogram card. Oh, get get a wish, go back to space. And I was like, that's kind of nice because everything in Jumanji was like, this is gonna kill you. A bad dude. thing is gonna try to hurt you. <laughs> it's gonna kill you. And then yeah. this third, it's like, well, that's like a 50-50 chance. It might kill you. It might just put someone yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, it was more like a 80-20 chance, but still, yeah. yes. Well, I don't know, because like even like the this the astronaut is good. The crew well, member the, getting like move back one space is harmless. Right. And then like yeah. the wish. Right. The the time the doing last turn again could be bad. The putting her the sister into like cryonic sleep doesn't technically hurt anything. Like uh -huh. she was fine. I don't know. There's probably more. There's absolutely more bad things than good things. But it was right. a little refreshing because it was a break from the chaos. Okay, yeah. maybe that'll go at the end of the movie. Yeah, of, we can include that. Or maybe now we'll go to the pit. Wee. Yeah. Bye. And we're Dax. And we're Dax. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. Um, okay, so I told you a second ago, like, don't Google too much because I have a game this week and it's basically just like Zathura trivia. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, bonus it's, features. Uh, I, I read through the entire IMDb trivia page and there's some fun stuff in there. 
Some of it's just like literally like how well do you remember the movie? <laughs> like, well, you know, like as we just sheet. established. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, like um, the, you have to do it while you're watching the movie at school. Yeah, right. And like you start see you're what you're just lost in the movie and watching it and enjoying it and then all of a sudden you see all your classmates like start scribbling something down. It's like, "Oh shit, yeah. he just said something <sighs> and then I need to throw my worksheet." Um, but okay, so um yeah, this is basically from IMDb and from my little research. I kind of went down a rabbit hole last night uh, about the the writer of the book as well as the movie yeah. and like the bonus features that were available on YouTube. I watched is, a couple of them just to see like the the creature making and stuff. It was very cool. Is the book also like the same the same style? Like, there's not like well, we'll words, probably right? cover that. I'll okay. I'll tell you in a second. Great, great, great. Yeah. I love that. Great. Um, okay, so here we go. Zathura trivia. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no clever name. No, th- nothing that you have to like say. You know, like po po or po. no leons. Just <laughs> no, no, regular, just like, straight up and down. <laughs> let's just do some trivia. Listen, it's yeah. it's Zathura, y'all. Like, Look, what are you gonna? It's June Manji. <laughs> it's June Manji month. Calm down. Um. Okay. So, what is the first card that Zathura gives the kids? It's the meteor one. Yes. He's like, meteor, chap, meteor, take evasive yeah, right. action. And he says, take a race of action. That's right. Yes, I watched exactly. this movie on 1.5 speed because uh-huh. uh, uh, first off, Mike, let me tell you, you got to get on that VPN game because a lot yeah. of the movies that we've been watching lately are available on international Netflix. Well, well, uh, Netflix US has Zathura right now. Oh, good. I should have. I didn't even check because my, yep. my, my on my uh, where I've been watching our movies is on my laptop connected mm. to my tv yeah, and so i've yeah. just got the browser in the united kingdom right now uh and jumanji was on there too which is great but uh mm. it, but and, then, and i don't know if netflix the u.s has this in browser but you can change playback speed and so i was like absolutely i'll watch this at 1.5 speed yeah took this the movie down took it down to a tight 66 minutes Yeah, dude this movie that's that's actually something i wrote down is just like this movie was good, but what would have made it great is is if it were like twenty Scooby minutes. Scooby Doo on Zombie less. Island style. Yeah, yeah like it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be that short. It just needed like a lot. It is similar to Jumanji, where it's just like, okay, fuck, just yeah. like finish. <laughs> it needs a little more plot. It needs a little more excuse for a plot, or a little less peril. Okay, yes, right. So I am. Uh, yeah, got the first question right. One one oh one and oh. Uh, what is the message on the card that both versions of Walter have? You've been promoted to fleet admiral. That is correct. Wow. Apparently this is my favorite movie. (laughs) Um, okay. The cute little star of the movie is played by Jonah Bobo, which is an amazing name. (laughs) Absolutely. During filming, he lost teeth. So the filmmakers had to make him fake ones. <laughs> How many teeth did he lose in the process of shooting Zathura? Okay, so he was six, right? That's a lot of teeth. You, you're, you're going through teeth like crazy when you're six. Uh, I'm going to say four. That's exactly right. I knew there's. Listen, when you work with kids for a while, you get a, yeah. you get a hang for how many teeth are lost totally. and what gets lost. That is a funny problem to have when you're shooting with kids is the fact that they grow up so fast. Like I sure. remember reading some interview or something with like one of the directors of one of the Harry Potter movies. I think it was like the f- third or fourth one where they were like, yeah, it's tricky because we shot, we don't shoot stuff in order. And so then like continuity is hard because in one in the earlier scenes that might take place later, Daniel Radcliffe looks like a 13 year old. And then like, you shoot the other right. scenes and he's got like like stubble, like five right. o'clock shadow. <laughs> and you're like, no, you're supposed to be the same age. Yeah, Stop yeah, it. Um, okay. And, and I think we've actually even already kind of gotten to this already. But how much older than Josh Hutcherson is Kristen Stewart actually? Yes. Uh, it's two years, I think. Because yeah, yes, I remember it was, right. she's 1990s, 92. Yeah. Uh, okay, true or false? This movie is also based on a book by Jumanji book writer Chris Van Allsburg. It is true. It is true. Um, and yes, it is the same kind of picture book style. I think it, it does have like plenty of words, and I think Jumanji might also. Maybe, maybe um, it does because I the, think the I might be misremembering that. The book that. that only has like one sentence per picture is the mysteries of Harris Burdick or whatever the, mm. the actual like phrase is. And I'm sure he might have other books that are that way, but this this one does have like a substantial written story. 
Um, another true or false. In Van Allsburg's book, Zathura, the game Jumanji is referenced. Ooh, I'm going to say that that seems like a true because that feels like a fun little Easter egg. True. And get this. Okay. Not only is it referenced, this is a direct sequel. So get listen to this. The this kids, is the deep this is the deep lore everybody. Yes, the kids find Jumanji. Um in fact, at the end of the book Jumanji, uh uh Judy and Peter are the main characters of that book, not not Alan Parrish from the 60s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and Judy and Peter finish the game and they ditch it in the the park near their house. And in Jumanji, in that book at the end, the kids' neighbors, Danny and Walter, find right. the game and take it home. And it's kind of like a, uh-oh, look, like, here yeah, we go Yeah, what's going to happen now? So this book starts there, and the kids have Jumanji. And I guess, like, the younger brother, like, has it. And is like, we should play. And then he kind of loses interest, but then finds another game under Jumanji. Oh. And then... It starts. That's fun. I like that it's a direct sequel, but they're immediately like, but we'll play a different game. Yeah, though. it's a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and from just the few pictures of the Zathura book that I looked at, there are like recreations of the shots in the same way that, you know, in, in Jumanji or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, the older of the two brothers sitting on the chair watching TV while the other one's like trying to get him to play games on the floor. Like that's exactly from it. Um, okay. Um, this is a great trivia. All three of the kids in this movie um, went on to star in other movies where each one had the same actress play their mom. What? Each each in a different movie, but the same actress was each of their moms. Oh, Who wow, is the incredible. actress and what were the movies? Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. And if you can't uh, get the actress, I'll give you that and then see if you can figure out any of the movies. Trying to think, what was Kristen Stewart in? A bunch of random stuff. Josh Hutcherson was also in a bunch of random stuff. I have no idea what Jonah Bobo was in. Um, what was like a mom actress around that time? He was doing a lot of mom stuff. Probably pretty young, probably like 40s, because these are these kids aren't, aren't like Kristen Stewart's a little teen. Looking at her 40s mom, probably blonde. Um, see, 2009. What if I told you she's not blonde? Okay. Okay. Is it, is it, um, um, it's probably not like an A-lister. I would say it's an A-lister. An A-lister? <gasps> okay. Because these are all like high caliber child actors. You're you right. Know? You're right. They went on to do a lot of good stuff. Uh, A-lister? I'm going to say Courtney Cox. Oh, far more A-list. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't even necessarily say... I mean, I suppose Courtney Cox... Sandra Bullock. Yeah, in that realm, but not Sandra Bullock. <laughs> uh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> not quite. It is Julianne Moore. Oh, that, that's a good poll. That's a great casting choice. Incredible. Uh-huh. And now I have that no you idea know, what the movies are. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any guesses of the movies? I have no idea. Okay. Um wait, what for Josh Hutcherson, was it like, I don't know, Journey to the Center of the Earth or something? Like I'm no. trying to think of what he was in. I have no idea. I have no idea what Jonah okay. Bobo was Josh in. Josh Hutcherson was in the movie The Kids Are All Right. Sure he was. Which oh, I think yeah. isn't that okay. the one where Julianne yeah. Moore and um What's Her Face are married? Oh shit. Yeah. What's her name? God, now it's like being a being like a parent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Annette Benning, is that her name? Annette Benning, yep. You yeah. got it. Um and then Jonah Bobo <laughs> is in Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. Which I didn't like clock, but that's fun. Um and then Kristen Stewart is her daughter in Still Alice, which I have not seen, but oh, I hear it's excellent. That's yeah, it's supposed to be very good interesting that's that's like fun trivia that somebody on the internet was like hey this is interesting (laughs) these kids are all related in the in the zathura in the zathura verse fun um okay two more questions at around the 90 minute mark a zorgon ship rockets past the front of the house mixed into the sound of the rocket blast is a familiar star wars sound effect Oh, what sound is is mixed into that? I, hmm. Is it 
the Landspeeder. I did not notice this when I watched it, by the way. Is it the Landspeeder that we talked about the other day? (laughs) Or is it more explosive? No, it's actually sort of surprising, I would say. Is it a lightsaber then? It is not. It like Mm. more surprising. Because it's is not it, like mechanical. <laughs> is it Harrison Ford saying, I've got a We're bad feeling company. about this? <laughs> <laughs> it is Chewbacca's like growl roar. What? That is <laughs> yeah. weird. That's yeah. wild. I thought that was cute. Um, and then, okay, called, final thing. True or they false? They called Peter Mayhew and they were like, can you just growl into this mic for a second? Right, because famously the Chewbacca sound effect was Peter Mayhew. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. His, I thought you said it's his growl, right? Yeah, but it's that's that's like a composite of like a gorilla and a dog and all sorts of other like sound effect things. <laughs> wait, wait, Chewbacca? Uh-huh. No, it's him going him going like no, that? No. What are you talking about? Chewbacca the Chewbacca sound effect is like all post production. What Chewbacca sound effect? That what you just did. The like No, that's him doing it, man. No. Yes, it is. No. Yeah, he's going <laughs> like it's him making the noise. In some instances, it might. I be, swear to. That- I swear to fucking god, dude. <laughs> Okay, hang on. Because he like went and looked at monkeys and stuff. I'm on an Atlantic article now called "The Remarkable Way Chewbacca Got a Voice." Man, I'm gonna be mad. talk comes from recordings of four bears, a badger, no. a lion, a no. seal, and a walrus. From no, Long this Beach. is a Mandela effect. No way. The voice <laughs> is the creation of Ben Burt, the sound designer of the film series. Chewie's vocalizations were created from actual field recordings of bears, lions, badgers, and other animals. <laughs> well, then what does Peter Mayhew do? I think he might just kind of go like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my world has been rocked. I yeah. did not know that even uh, in the older <laughs> wow damn fuck me man so, i'm a bad at star first wars i thought fan. you were like telling a joke which is why i was being so no um, i'm a bad star about wars it fan. <laughs> i don't know anything um okay last question man that makes me sad i thought it was peter mayhew going like <laughs> <laughs> right and then this new guy uh. who replaced him is somehow able to do it exactly the same. <laughs> well, I remember reading an article about how he got, like, Pierre Mayhew taught him, like, how to be Chewbacca. And I'm like, so mm. what, he taught you how to stand around in a suit? Yeah, I mean, Way I less think impressed that, now that at what Peter, <laughs> Peter Mayhew does. Yeah. <laughs> you just stand around and occasionally turn your head to the side like you're a dog. Oh, this is great. This is now slander. This is chewy slander. Um, okay, true or false? This is kind of a long one. <clears throat> I want, I, Mike Gospel, okay. want a whole room in my house that has a real Zathura board, the, the cool 1950s tin kind, not the shitty plastic and cardboard one that they made for the movie release. And so far, this is true. all sorts of other actual mid-century toys like wind-up robots and sparking laser guns. Just also true. filled to the brim. Yeah. Or like all those kinds of toys, but also 70s Kenner Star Wars toys and yes. the bootleg art toys that I collect today, etc. True. Is that a true thing I want or a false thing? And let's say I have a house house, like maybe there's a secret room in the basement behind a fake bookshelf or something. Yeah. Is that something I want? I think if you have a full house, John Stamos and uh-huh. style. Mary Kate Olsen. <laughs> Mary Kate Olsen style. I think if you have a full house, absolutely you want a big cool room with a lot of cool toys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's going to be true. <laughs> I mean, come on. No yeah. matter how yeah. big it is, I... I uh, and, and actually, I think if like, you had... If we were to really boil it down, like, probably not. But, like, I do want to have a house someday and I do want that house to have like a fake bookshelf door. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. And I think like, I mean, if, if as long as we're like in hypotheticals, like, right. you know, as long as we're in unattainable dreams, like a millennial right. owning a house, yeah, right. then, then yeah, yeah money is no object. You've got a toy room. Right. And you've got a cool bookshelf door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got, like, so I, I've maybe said this before on the show, but we did a project at work for just, like, millionaires. Like, they, yeah. they like, own an industry, basically, and they live at this huge mansion that they built, like, an $8 million addition to, and it's, like, their own private museum of perfume and okay. collectibles in that realm. Great. And, like... 
cool. Like you have a collection and you want to like highlight it in a cool way. And this, this museum is awesome. Like we made it kind of like a literally like, like a themed environment almost, you know, Mm -hmm. like an immersive space. Uh, And, and like, cool. If I had that kind of money, I would not be buying expensive, nice old things. I would be buying like cheap, shitty things. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, like, I mean, like even like the most expensive Star Wars toys are in the like thousands of dollars and not in the like, you know, hundreds of thousands. (laughs) I would be buying all the comic books back that I sold that were each, each worth about a quarter. Right. And I would just get all those back and I would get all the three and three quarter inch uh marvel universe totally toys that i sold you could have that room of your house be designed and built in such a way that it is themed to look like a comic book shop yes exactly or like a planet kind of place that that is the only reason i would want to have a like it's the only reason i would want to have a house eventually i don't care i don't care about a family i want a house so that i can so I can have a room for comic books so right. I can start getting comic books again because like one of the main reasons mm-hmm. I stopped collecting comic books was I was like, I have almost a thousand of these yeah, and they're in like eight long boxes and that takes up an entire closet, like a little yeah, entire part of my totally. closet and I have to move these every time I move and I can't get to them easily. Like if right. I, like what am I doing with these? And so I like had to get rid of so many of them and that's why I want a house. So I can have a little room where you can go in. You can have a little, mm-hmm. little comic store. You can pull out some, some comics. Sure. Um, but anyway, um, that's the game. <laughs> that's the game. And life is really a game. It's all a joke on us because we're never going to have the fun, cool things we want. Well, yeah, that too. I meant like that's the end of the game segment on the podcast. Oh, right. Well, I, that's, I know that's what you meant. But what I meant You're right. was yeah. <laughs> that that's it's all rigged, all. baby. Yeah. It's all rigged. Millennials only have four percent of the wealth, and two percent of that is Mark Zuckerberg. Is right, the thing that has right. been going around recently. So that we're gonna, I'm just gonna uh, put a timestamp on this the episode. Numbers there might not be. I, I know what you're talking about, but he's not. He's not half of all millennial wealth. He's two percent of all the wealth. No, I be, I, I don't know or if that two percent of millennials. Well, yeah, I that, don't. That's I think more. No, no, he is half of all millennial wealth. No way, really? Yes, yes. That's that's the that's how it works out. He's not two percent of millennial wealth. He is half of all millennial wealth. For because he has because it's four percent of millennials. Uh, we have four percent of the wealth in the United States, I believe, and Mark Zuckerberg has, I think, two percent in general, um, or half of it. I'm not sure how it works out, but he does have half of all millennial wealth. Oh, wait, yeah, if on. I understood the articles I read correctly, yeah, no, now I like, need to it. know this. <laughs> yeah, because I saw that too. It was like it, someone commented something like, "Here, okay, here it is: three millennials: Zuckerberg, Dustin Mark Moskovitz, who co-founded Facebook, and and a Walmart heir, Lucas mm-hmm. Walton. They hold the three of them collected hold one of every forty dollars of." millennials okay so that's that's not half so i was I, so i was right. off i misunderstood right but one out of every 40 what is that is that like yeah, that he, is he has something like two percent of that all is so yeah two percent yeah, yeah. Like, so you were right you were right i was i was off i i thought it was saying yeah my math was wrong um but, but that is still like but that is still messed up yeah that is like, one person so, okay like the rest of us have 98 percent, and he's one guy and we're like <laughs> hundreds of thousands <laughs> yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah we're like yeah i think two point something million millennials or something like that is what i was Here's reading the crazy thing though about him while we needed to kind of sift through the mud to get to that correct math he was also the voice of chewbacca no <laughs> this is also ruining my life no! Actually, you know what's interesting is Peter Mayhew voices Mark Zuckerberg. Oh. Didn't voice Chewbacca. No, you know what I would believe, though, is that Mark Zuckerberg's voice is computer-generated from <laughs> just a bunch of people they found in the wild. <laughs> yeah. They were like, talk. Talk into this microphone. We have to, we have to try to uh, produce a facsimile of a human voice. Right. Poor guy. He's awkward, you know? He has He's too much awkward. money. Yeah. Uh, doesn't know how to drink water like he did at that one little... <laughs> congressional press did you see that thing where he was <laughs> maybe that's like ringing that, a bell it was that one of the things where he had to like testify to congress and he like picked up like a, a cup of water and like drank it in the weirdest way where he was like like it was so 
And then he also has this weird Facebook live thing where he's just talking about like grilling all these different kinds of meats. And it's just like so strange. Google Mark Zuckerberg drinking water. Okay. Uh, it's very funny. Wow. I typed Mark Zuckerberg D and Google was like drinking water. <laughs> the, the joke was that people were like, oh, he's drinking water for the first time because he has to pretend he's like not a robot. So he was like, I have to do this. Pretend to drink water. Mike is trying to find this video. I'm going to watch his reaction. The video I'm watching is 10 hours of him drinking water. On and loop. the X-Files theme song is playing. It's very uncanny. Even though like some of it doesn't look fully weird, it is still like this deliberate motion of like... Yeah. Mike is holding very stiltedly holding water up to his it's face. Like, it's like he's his eyes are seeing it and scanning it and telling the program like, okay, uh, open up right. the like exhaust valve because this needs to go straight out because otherwise it'll get all the chips and gears all wet. <laughs> and you know, and you know, probably what it is is that he's like real. He was really stressed and nervous because he knew that what he was doing. Sure. He was like, I have to somehow tell Congress that what I'm doing isn't illegal, and. Because I, I invented the law. <laughs> yeah, and I shouldn't get in trouble because, like, you know, it, it's fine. And so he's like, drink water. Act normal. Yeah. Act normal while drinking so they think you're cool. Right. And they don't think you're an evil billionaire, even though that's what you are on accident. And maybe sometimes on purpose. Right. Um, anyway, now that we did our little hour tangent, should we start wrapping up the yeah. show? Yeah, I think so. So what do we want to give... Well, what did the we movie. give Jumanji? We said like Jumanji was a four and a five. Do we feel like this is like Something a solid? Like I feel like this is a solid five. Then if Jumanji is like a little below, easily hits five. Yeah, right. It might even be a high five. Like, I, like uh -huh. I, I'm giving it a a, a slap, a right. high five up in the air. Yeah, because it's so science fictiony, right? And it's got the practical effects. I will say it doesn't have like music. It it does That's have true. sneaking around. It does have family stuff. Yeah, and the like. Yeah, man. Like, but it also, it, once again, it is really very scores high if we were to use the rubric. I think. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, I think the one thing we mentioned with like Jumanji is that like Jumanji's so high concept, right? Uh -huh. And this is also very high concept. Like you wouldn't find a board game that that makes things happen in the Star Wars right. oeuvre. Right. Um, but since it is so science fictiony, right, and so. Yeah, and in this, instead of like so, so in Jumanji. The peril, it's sort of unexplained where it comes from. Like, vines start growing out of the yeah. chimney and, like, monkeys appear, but, like, they don't come, like, out of the game, per se, even though Robin Williams goes into the game at some point. But right. in this, the game, you could make the argument that it is just the launch codes to the rocket that yes. is this house. You know, like, yes. the game takes outer space. Right, they go to. It's like if Jumanji would have taken the house into the jungle. Yeah, right. As opposed to bringing the jungle into the house. Right. Like, so I would say, like, even from that kind of high concepty thing that kind of took points away from Jumanji, I would say closer. Yeah, this is like again, like we're recalibrating the scale as we kind of revisit all these Star Wars movies again. But like, I feel like the olden days us would have given this like a six or a seven. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I thinking think I, a six to be yeah, quite honest. You give you give it a six, I'll give it a five, because that's the same thing we do with Jumanji, and that'll offset it perfectly. Sure. <laughs> right. So um, it's like a well, five and a half. It's a high yeah, five. <laughs> a high five. I'm gonna give it, let's see, what's my unit of measure? I'm gonna give it five. Oh I'm gonna get it five of Noah Bobo saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, when he <laughs> runs away. So cute. I'm going to give it six um, of just, like, those fucking dreamy, like, ships yeah. with all the rivets. Like, the what the future looked like 80 years ago, you know? Yes. <laughs> 70 years ago, yes. whatever. I like it. So, it gets a 5.5. Yeah, dude. High five. Uh, that's great. Well, so, if you want us on the internet, you can find us at House Star Wars, is it? on twitter and instagram yep. and we are launching a patreon very soon yeah we i don't think uh, it has launched yet next as week of you hearing this but look out for it because it might be next week or the week after yes it should be this month at the very least at this month so check yeah, it out our plan is uh, to do a june manji tie-in <laughs> yeah 
So we've got uh, over there. We've got bonus episodes every week. It's uh, well, it'll launch with a couple extra. So you got bonus episodes of of like a half hour of me and Mike talking about sometimes related stuff to the show. A lot of times it's sort of the different um, tangents that we go on, and also some games mm-hmm. and. We also have boring man. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out, and also we've got we'll have a Discord uh, that we still need to set up, and <laughs> then you also have on the higher level we have some movie commentaries. So we're going to be doing a commentary track for each Star Wars movie as we hit them for the rest of the year. Yep, and um, some other cool, fun little bonus stuff that you can and at find. At some point, we'll pick back up on the ones that we've already covered yeah. this year and, and do yeah. those. But so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a chill time over there. It's just gonna be chill. It's it, it's chill vibes. It's super relaxed. Oh baby, go go check out the Wii U. What else? Is there anything else we want to tell before we should go? I don't go? think so. Cool. Well, then it's about time for. Tubby bye bye. I almost I said Bubby tie tie. I almost said Bubby tie tie. I'm getting Bubby also... tie tie. <laughs> I'm getting Bubby tie tie for sure. <laughs> well, and like we always say, we you love you, and you may the fourth be with you. you. Bubby tie tie. Bubby tie tie. <laughs>